Greetings, everyone. This is Terry Naturally with another edition of Terry Talks Nutrition. We're here every weekend, same time, same station. You can't miss us. We'd love to have you with us every weekend. But if you can't, you can always go to my website, terrytalksnutrition.com. There you can listen to all the radio shows. Live, if you choose to, anywhere around the world, all you need is your computer to go onto my website and click on live, be on the same time we are here in the Central Standard Time in the USA. But if that's not convenient, all you have to do is go to the website, to the archive section of the radio show, and you can listen to any radio show anytime you want, day or night, and wherever you are. Take it with you. You can also subscribe to my weekly newsletter that is sent out every Friday to your email address. And tell your friends. If you're getting something out of this show, and I certainly hope so, but if you're getting something good out of this show, that is helping you. And we're getting some really wonderful, wonderful testimonials from people around the country. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your relatives, tell everybody to join us. We have a lot of people that join the show every weekend. And we have a really good lineup of topics today that will help you increase your health in fact, we're going to talk about why and how to build your brain. You know, you can have new brain cells. At one time, experts believed that when brain cells were dead, they were dead. And you could not renew brain cells. Well, now we know you can. You can actually improve the quality of your mind, your brain, your cognizance. Improve your memory. You can have a new outlook on your brain, support health with omega-3. We'll talk about omega-3 fatty acids. And how to strengthen your muscles to keep them young and strong. You know, we lose about 8% of our muscle mass every year. Oh, excuse me, every month. So you can rebuild your muscles. We lose a lot of muscle, and it was every year. We want to strengthen our bodies. As we get older, and we all will get older, don't make fun of older people, because just be happy that you are older. Some people don't get the chance to be older but try to be more youthful. You know, my, I would always want to be, to die at a young age, but when I'm older. Be healthier for a longer period of time. And we can be. We know a science has proven 
that we can improve the longevity of our bodies with the quality of health. A lot of people say, I don't want to grow older anymore. I have so much aches and pains. I can't think straight. I, I'm unhappy. I'm grouchy. I'm moody. You know, all these people are taking drugs and unhappy. And, but you know what? They're all eating a bad diet. They don't exercise. They don't sleep well. And it all starts with our food, our diet, to make us healthier. All the food that we eat carries signals to our cells, talks to our cells, sends chemicals and messages to our cells to be healthier. But if you're eating food that is junk food, highly ultra-processed foods, chemical preservative-laden foods, you're sending the wrong messages to your cells, and you're telling your cells to die early or to kink your cells so your cells are not normal anymore. And then that's when you have diseases. That's when you have inflammation. That's when you're sick. You don't feel well. You're tired. You're exhausted. Why would you want to live longer? But why not build a healthy body all the time? And we can. We don't need to have someone help us out of a chair when we're older. We don't need to have somebody hang on our shoulder as we're going up the stairs. We can be stronger and healthier as we get older. So we're going to talk about all the things we can do to stay young. We're not going to live to be 120. I don't think that's yet possible. Maybe someday. But we all can live a longer, healthier life. A quality of life. And then we're going to talk about how to fight seasonal depression. And we'll talk about the herb of the day. Tart Cherry, especially for gout. And how can we recover from illness faster? Well, the research shows that we can use herbs that are called adaptogens to help us recover from illnesses much, much faster. And then let's take a look at Hashimoto's disease. Overactivity of the thyroid. And then more reports of poor quality dietary supplements are on the market today. People are taking junk products, wasting your money. Even though you're getting it at a discount, you're wasting your money. There's a lot of schlock products on the market today. People are trying to make a dollar selling very, qual very low quality products. And then we're going to talk about a natural treatment for shingles. Shingles are caused by a virus. The same virus that causes chicken prox. That virus stays in our body all the time. It's inside our nervous system. So when we don't take care of ourselves... We burn the candle at both ends. We don't sleep enough. We try to get by on four or five hours of sleep. 
We don't get a good fresh air. We don't get outside walking. We don't do any exercise. We had a junk diet. Well, we have nothing left in our immune system to stop the virus from raising its ugly head, causing all those blisters on our trunk, head, even in our eyes. Shingles is not fun. But if you stay healthy and you have a strong immune system, there's no reason why you can't stop the virus that causes shingles. And you can. And then here are some reasons why your legs hurt and what you can do about it. So we have a, and many more products, and we have more items that we can talk about. But we have way too much every week. But we'll always come back every weekend to make sure that we launch more and more interesting subjects that you can build on your health. So let's talk about building your brain with omega-3. I don't care how old you are, young or not so young, everyone needs omega-3 fatty acids. You know, there are many omegas. There's omega-3, 6, Five, seven, nine. These are all natural fatty acids that are supplied by fat. If you're on a fat-free diet because you want to lose weight, you're going in the wrong direction. Our body needs high-quality fat. And omega-3 fatty acids are the building blocks of cells, especially in the brain. There are many children that can benefit if they have ADD or ADHD or autism because these omega-3 fatty acids are powerful building blocks of the cells that are in the brain. 60%, 6 60% of the brain is made up of fat. And 90% of the omega-3 content of the brain is DHA, omega-3. We have EPA and DHA. And the brain is made up of the DHA, 90%. Now what happens when you have a low level of DHA? Well, low DHA levels are always linked to brain malfunctions, disability of the brain, depression, ADHD, ADD, autism, learning disabilities, increased risk of dementia, as well as Alzheimer's disease. DHA intake is so critical 
especially during pregnancy and for the infants. So it's well worth, Mom, when you're carrying your little infant, that you supplement your diet with EPA and DHA, omega-3 fatty acids, during pregnancy and infancy, improves motor skills of the child, raises mental development scores in the children, extremely critical for mental function and development. Now, omega-3s are critical for lifelong brain health. And there's not very many places in the American diet that supplies omega-3 fatty acids. How many people eat two or three servings a week of cold water fish, like salmon, sardines? We need omega-3 fatty acids. How many people take really good, high-quality omega-3 fatty acids? And I know there are many fish oil products on the market. But if you knew the story of how fish oil is processed, you begin to understand that it is a very low-quality omega-3 fatty acid. They do not use high-quality fish like salmon or sardines because they are used as food on the table in restaurants, so they're expensive. So all fish oil is extracted from trash fish meaning unedible fish, fish that we would never eat. And they're usually found off the coast of Peru. They're transported to the Scandinavian countries where they process fish oils. Now, it's also well for the economy. And they want all the oil they can possibly extract from the trash fish. So they boil the fish up to 300 degrees. And that loosens the oil from the body of the fish. It makes the oil more readily fluid to be squeezed out of the fish by hydraulic pressure. Again, increasing high volumes of heat. So the fish oil is scorched in the attempt to get all the oil they possibly can get out of the body of the fish. So when they are done boiling the fish, extracting the oil out of the body of the fish with hydraulic pressure, the oil is unedible. It is burnt, scorched, has a bad taste, bad smell. So they have to deodorize that with chemicals. They use so many harsh processes of producing fish oil that it is no longer natural. It's semi-synthetic. All fish oil 
So we want a good source of omega-3 fatty acids. Some new studies now look at the effects of omega-3 fatty acids, the intake, and the markers of the brain aging in middle-aged people. Now, with the quality of fish oil that's on the market today, it's not possible to make those changes in brain function. There are some very special forms of fish oil. I shouldn't even say fish oil. All fish oil is combined and complex to triglycerides. We don't want triglycerides. Triglycerides are not good for the heart. But fish oil from the body of the fish, where all the toxins and poisons are as well, are attached to triglycerides. There's a lot of salmon sold in restaurants and supermarkets in France, all the Mediterranean countries. Three top experts in fish oil wanted to take a look at the head of the fish. All fish heads eventually ended up in pet food. But these top experts in omega-3 fatty acids at the University of Nancy in France looked at the head of the fish. And there, the omega-3 fatty acids and five sources were complex to phospholipids rather than triglycerides. Also with peptides. And these same five phospholipids with EPA and DHA were exactly the same five phospholipids found in the human brain. Now, people are taking grams and grams of fish oil because it is so destroyed in the process of producing fish oil that it takes a lot of fish oil to have any effect. But because of taking out of the head of the fish a complex of omega-3 fatty acids with peptides and the phospholipids, just a very small fraction is required to supply the EPA and the DHA. And it's only extracted with warm water and enzymes. No pressure, no heat, nothing that would destroy the delicate phospholipids and the omega-3 fatty acids. Now, clinical studies right now of over 2,000 people with the average age of 46, researchers measured the concentration of EPA and DHA in their blood, red blood cells. They took MRI scans of the brains and gave them tests of mental function memory, processing, speed, reasoning, learning, skills. 
And the result, well, the subjects that were in the study with the little or no evidence of omega-3 fatty acid intake had the worst mental function. Even a small amount of EPA and DHA, like you would get from the head of the salmon, improved mental function with the people with the highest levels having the best results for reasoning and cognitive thinking ability. Several parents who were advised by their school teachers of their children to get them on drugs because they were misbehaving in school. They were lagging behind. And the teacher advised the parents of these children to get them on drugs. Several of those parents did not want their children on drugs. They got them on the extract of EPA and DHA from the head of the salmon. It's available across the country in capsules and tablets. And the children went back to school and the teacher thanked the parents for getting the kids on drugs. They were not on drugs. They were on a natural source of omega-3 fatty acids extracted from the head of the salmon with phospholipids, the easiest way to improve mental function. Better than fish oil. Phospholipid omega-3 fatty acids from salmon. One of the best sources of all omega-3 fatty acids, salmon, from the head, not from the body. Not from the body of the fish where the toxins are concentrated. Very clean, pure, and safe for everyone, even including pregnant women. Pregnant women should be on this very special source of omega-3 fatty acids from, from phospholipids from the head of the salmon. These are omega-3 fatty acids bound to phospholipids the same phospholipids in our brain. We don't have triglycerides in our brain. Triglycerides are not healthy. Triglycerides are what cause damage to the heart. Not cholesterol, but triglycerides. You want a low level of triglycerides. And the DHA and the EPA in the salmon, the head of the salmon, is there at a two-to-one ratio. And DHA is especially important for developing babies, the brains of those infants. It's a very efficient transporter, very well absorbed, allows for smaller dosages, so it only takes a tablet a day or a capsule a day. Not high volumes of fish oil that have been processed with heat, boiling, high temperatures, 
and also extracting with hydraulic pressure to squeeze the oil out because the more they squeeze the oil out, the more money they make. But they damage the omega-3 fatty acid fish oil. And these phospholipids are very healthy for the body, especially for the brain. And the DHA and EPA are also a good source of peptides, which have health benefits in their own right. This is the quality of omega-3 fatty acids everybody should use. It plays a huge role in reducing anxiety, prevents heart disease, prevents inflammation, and much more. It's very minimally processed. No heat. No pressing hydraulic pressure. Only, cold, only slightly warm water with an enzyme that releases the DHA and EPA and the omega-3 fatty acids from the head of the salmon. Look for the product that is manufactured from the head of the salmon. If you go to a health food store, ask them you want an omega-3 fatty acid that's processed from the head of the salmon. It's a solid form, not an oil. So there are no problems with rancidity. All fish oil will turn rancid. No need to swallow spoonfuls of oil. Just take one capsule or one tablet once or twice daily. And it has a huge effect on balancing cholesterol. There was a 20-person study that they took two tablets a day for 12 weeks to see how they could adjust the fractions of cholesterol. Women should have an HDL over 50. Many of these studies were done with women, even in pregnancy, and their, and their HDL was below 50. One woman pregnant in that study had an HDL of 40. And during the study, it went up to 90. It is unbelievable. That is so healthy. That's what a natural source of DHA and EPA will do from the head of the salmon. Hang on, folks. I'm all out of time here for our first portion of the program. I'm not going anywhere. I don't want you to go anywhere. I want you to stay with me. I'm going to come right back here after these commercials. Right here on Terry Talks Nutrition, I'm Terry Naturally. And welcome back, my friends. This is Terry Naturally with Terry Talks Nutrition. So we're going to talk about now how to strengthen your muscles. How to strengthen your muscles as we age over a period of time. In the first part of the program, I mentioned that we lose 8% of our muscle mass. We lose 8% of our muscle every 10 years. You know you're not as strong as you were. You, sometimes you can't get a jar open. Your hands hurt. You don't have the strength to take the cover off of a jar. 
You can't get up out of a chair. Your legs are not strength. They don't have the strength. They're weak. You can't get up on a curb. You can't walk up the steps. You have to have somebody hang on your shoulder or grab you by the elbow or the arm to help you up the steps. We want to stay young. Now we're all going to get old. Nobody can prevent us from getting old. It's inevitable. We're all going to get old. But we can stay young. Our muscles can be young and strong. We can be young at heart. We can have a great time until our time has been called to from, the, from above, I guess you would say. But we can be younger all the time. So how can we get younger and have stronger muscles? It's easy. We can strengthen our muscles through training and diet. Strength training makes our muscles stronger versus endurance training for building muscle fiber. You know, as we age, muscle mass decreases. Now, some people will decrease their muscles faster than others because we are not all the same. I said we lose about 8% per decade. That's 10 years. There's some research that shows it's only 3%. But after the age of 30, this starts at the age of 30, that we start to lose muscle mass and get weaker. And this rate of decline is even higher after the age of 60. So experts, researchers compared muscle fibers in very fit athletes. Over the age of 70, over 70, to muscle fibers in young, active athletes under the age of 30. Now, strength training. Now, I'm not saying you have to be a bodybuilder. You don't have big, huge muscles. And ladies, don't worry about it. You're not going to make huge muscles. You're still going to be lean, have a great muscle tone. You're going to be fit, stronger. You're not going to be bulky. Strength training is one of the keys to strong muscles. Not endurance training, not marathons. Those that do endurance training have less strength and less muscle strength. But it's strength training that keeps muscles young, like doing squats, like doing push-ups. There's all kinds of exercises you can use to maintain your strength. Hire a trainer and find out how you can use your muscles, even just using a light weight. But your muscles have to be challenged from an object that is heavier and in time gets heavier as you get stronger. You might start working out with squats with 5 pounds. Who knows? 10 pounds, 20 pounds. And in time, it might be 50 pounds. You'll get stronger over time. And as you get stronger over time, your muscles have strength. And you don't have to depend on anybody else to help you up a stair. 
You don't have somebody else to pull you out of a chair. You have strength to get the cover off the pickle jar. Muscle fiber of older strength trained athletes was almost identical, identical to young adults with barely any muscle loss. Older endurance athletes had five times more muscle loss. Look at those who run marathons, how thin they are, because they're losing all their muscle mass. And if you're overweight and you want to lose weight, I encourage you, I beg you, to combine your weight loss with strength training. Because 50%, up to 50% of muscle, excuse me, up to 50% of the weight you lose when you lose weight without strength training is muscle. So if you lose 20 pounds, about 10 pounds of that is muscle, and 10 pounds is fat. That could be a little bit more each, each side. It's not very specific, but you do lose a lot of muscle when you lose weight. And if you lose weight, half that is muscle, and then you gain weight, you're gaining fat, you're not gaining muscles. So if you gain weight, lose weight, gain weight, lose weight, you continue to lose muscle, 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 and then when you gain weight, you gain more fat. So in time, you might be really thin, but you're all fat. Isn't that amazing? You don't put on muscles unless you do strength training. So older endurance athletes had five times more muscle loss and 10% less of type 2 muscle fiber. That's the type of muscle used for quick energy, like picking up a heavy box. The athletes that run marathons or run endurance races or any kind of endurance exercises, they're losing a mass of muscle. And if you lose weight without doing strength training, you're losing a mass of muscle. And when you gain weight again, you gain fat cells not muscles. So you have to be very careful as to how much you're putting on. You don't want to lose all that muscle and not put, and not put on more muscle. Strength training is the only way to add more muscle. So you need to use strength training to bring that muscle strength back. So this is a very, very important in terms of creating a healthier, stronger body. So now that your muscles are strong, let's find out how we can fight seasonal depression. Seasonal depression, winter depression, no sunlight. But now you want to have a wonderful mood through the winter months. Does winter make you sad? Many people do have sadness during the dark winter months. For 18 million Americans, 18 million, 
This time of year brings depressed moods, increased anxiety, known as seasonal affective disorder. Seasonal affective disorder, SAD, S-A-D. SAD is a type of depression that starts and ends around the same time every year. Usually it is tied to decreased daylight and is triggered in the fall and winter. SAD, seasonal affective disorder, is an extreme version of the winter blues. Winter blues is just a mild change in mood and a lack of energy. But SAD is a mood change so extreme that it can actually interfere with your ability to enjoy life and carry out your daily activities. Now there's two ways to fight SAD. Two supplements. Vitamin D and especially D3. It's the only natural source of vitamin D. And saffron, very expensive spice. A clinical study looked at light therapy. People use light therapy in the wintertime versus vitamin D3 treatment for seasonal affective disorder. Half of the participants received light treatments for one month. And then half of the participants received a dose of up to 100,000 IU of vitamin D3. Now, this was a study. I don't recommend that you use that kind of dosage on your own. This was a study monitored by physicians. Do not use 100,000 units of vitamin D in a month. So the results of this study, all participants receiving vitamin D saw improvement, all of them. And this was measured by a standardized depression scale, while there were no changes in the depression scores of the people receiving light therapy. Light therapy generally does not work. If it works for you, fine. But from the research we've come across, it is not effective for reducing depression scores. Saffron, the most expensive spice in the world. It's as effective as Prozac in the treatment of depression. It reduces depression symptoms by 47% versus placebo in a clinical trial. And what I would suggest, in fact, curcumin has also been tested, a very special form of curcumin that is blended with turmeric essential oils for absorption. This is the way to get a higher enhanced absorption rate from curcumin Curcumin is very difficult to be absorbed systemically. When you swallow it, it almost all stays in the intestinal tract. It can do some good there, but it doesn't get to the cellular level. So when you combine it with turmeric essential oil, it increases the absorption by 700%. So a good formulation would be 
of 265 milligrams of saffron combined with curcumin. This is a clinically proven dosage level. Both have been studied for reducing seasonal affective disorder. Saffron and curcumin together. Add vitamin D. It could be as much as 10,000 to 20,000. I would definitely have your vitamin D levels checked by your physician. You want it somewhere in the 60 to 80 range to make it effective. Doctors like it around 20 or 30. It's way, way too low. For vitamin D3 level to have an effect, it should be in the range of at least 60, a minimum, to 80. All the alternative physicians that I've talked to like to have their patients in the range of 60 to 80. Now here's the herb of the day. Tart cherry, especially for gout. Gout is a painful type of arthritis. It is caused by the formation of uric acid crystals around the joints, and especially, for some reason, the joint of the big toe. And men are three times more likely to experience gout than women. Maybe it's one of the reasons why is that men tend to drink more alcohol than women. And alcohol is especially a great cause for gout, along with grains, carbohydrates, and sugar. In a new study, researchers compared the effects of tart cherry versus two standard treatments in men with recently diagnosed gout. Tart cherry reduced the serum uric acid levels as effectively as the two standard drug treatments and was more effective at reducing associated inflammatory markers, including the CRP, otherwise known as the C-reactive protein. This is the biomarker in the body that can indicate whether or not there's a high level, high level of inflammation. This was a 12-week study. Tart cherry outperformed the drugs and had a more effective benefit in reducing inflammation. These findings confirm previous research which found that daily cherry intake reduces the risk of gout by as much as 30 to 50%. So how do you use tart cherry? Well, some people like to drink it, drink cherry juice, but there's a lot of sugar in cherry juice. And you need a dosage of 500 to 1,000 milligrams of tart cherry extract daily that is standardized for a type of polyphenol called anthocyanin. Unfortunately, the juice, as I mentioned, high levels of sugar. It is like drinking a candy bar. An eight-ounce serving of tart cherry juice has about the same 
carbohydrate content as a candy bar. The extract of the anthocyan is not standardized in the juice and is not stable in the juice. And this is the polyphenol that has the greatest research that shows the anthocyan content declines steadily, reduces steadily throughout the shelf life of the juice. Now, how can we get healthier faster, or at least recover from an illness? If you've got cold and flu, if you just don't feel good, how do you get well? What can you choose out of all of the supplements or nutrients or foods? What can help you get better faster? A type of category of herbs called adaptogens. A-D-A-P-T-O-G-E-N-S, adaptogens. Adaptogens are plants that help the human body resist disease, illness, sickness, and help to recover from the effects of these illnesses and the effects of stress. Mental stress or physical stress such as illness or injury. Researchers looked at the ability of adaptogens to aid recovery from long COVID. Long COVID is a group of side effects that is associated with anyone that has had COVID and the infection. A hundred patients that were suffering from long COVID, meaning that the COVID is over, the infection is over, no longer you test positive, but there are side effects that don't recover. And they tested a hundred patients that had these signs and symptoms of having COVID and now they have what is called long COVID, were treated with a combination of adaptogenic herbs, including rhodiola, or placebo for two weeks. The results of this study. Patients treated with adaptogens experienced a significant reduction in pain and fatigue versus the placebo group those that are taking a fake pill. As well as a reduction in cough symptoms and increased physical activity measured by distance of a daily walk. To speed recovery after any type of illness, any type, you can take it ongoing. And during the, during the period of illness, take 500 milligrams of an adaptogen combination of rhodiola and ashwagandha up to three times daily. 
This is a great combination, one I really like. Rhodiola is a plant that typically grows at high elevation. It was made very famous in Russia. People, people use rhodiola in Russia all the time. That's one of the number one herbs sold and taken by the citizens of Russia for their daily medicine. It's a plant that the root of it is extracted for the ingredients and then combined with ashwagandha. What a great combination. Rhodiola and ashwagandha. And you can take this up to three times a day or more. There are no known side effects of rhodiola and ashwagandha. Hashimoto's disease. Overactive thyroid. More people suffer from an underactive thyroid than an overactive thyroid. But nonetheless, there are enough people out there that suffer from Hashimoto's disease, caring for the thyroid, making them healthier, is part of our mission. Hashimoto's disease. It's an autoimmune disease that affects the thyroid. And the body's immune system mistakenly attacks the thyroid gland, preventing the thyroid from producing enough thyroid hormone. And the symptoms include dry skin, hair loss, fatigue, weight gain, and many people with Hashimoto's disease often develop an enlarged thyroid gland, commonly known as goiter, a goiter. Several studies have linked low vitamin D levels to Hashimoto's disease. A 2015 study from Greece found that 85% of subjects of the study participants of the study with Hashimoto's disease also had very low vitamin D levels. When these patients were given 1,200 to 4,000 IU of vitamin D3 daily for four months, abnormal immune function markers declined by 20%. There are two other minerals that are critical for a healthy thyroid and reducing the autoimmune disease of the thyroid. Studies have found that selenium, S-E-L-E-N-I-U-M, selenium, might be even more effective than vitamin D at reducing abnormal immune function markers. Some studies report reductions of 35 to 40 percent when those with Hashimoto's disease started taking selenium and also iodine. And by the way, what about iodine? Well, it's complicated. 
Some experts feel that Hashimoto's disease is associated with iodine deficiency, while other doctors caution against iodine supplementation for people with Hashimoto's disease. And yet a third group feels that high iodine intake is contraindicated for Hashimoto's, but only when the patient is also selenium deficient. And health practitioner can help formulate the right treatment plan for Hashimoto's disease, which might incorporate about 30 milligrams of iodine, 300 micrograms of selenium, and 400 milligrams of L-tyrosine. This is a combination that has been used by many alternative health practitioners to get the patients with Hashimoto's disease under control. This would be extremely valuable. Now here is the subject that I just think is criminal. It's getting harder and harder to find quality products. Why? Because people who want to make a lot of money make very poor quality products and charge a lot of money. Before these shysters were selling very poor quality products at a discount. But they found that with the right marketing, they can sell a very poor quality product at a very high price. So price does not indicate the quality of the product. Investigative report in England purchased black cohosh. Black cohosh is usually used by women to reduce menopausal symptoms. So this report purchased black cohosh supplements from Amazon and sponsored ads on Google. And the testing revealed that quality varied widely. Some products contained as little as one-tenth the amount of black cohosh claimed on the label, or even none at all. One product had almost six times more black cohosh than stated on the label. Two of the worst products tested were also the most expensive, so price isn't always a good guide. Be careful. And with that, my friends, I've run out of time. It always happens. So say a prayer for this crazy, crazy world. God bless you, my friends, and God bless this great country. Thank you for listening to Terry Talks Nutrition Weekly Show. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple, Google, and iHeartRadio.